Please, my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, it's Nancy Harrell, and welcome to my show. So glad to have you here today. You know, we're so blessed. We bring on wonderful guests every week, and my goal is try to raise the vibration, try to raise the the humanity's um, vibration because the life is getting kind of crazy out there these days. And so thanks for joining us. You know, we bring on people every week who really inspire us and, and teach us and and we always leave with something that at least I do that always helps me in my life. And today we have a wonderful guest. His name is Reese Thomas, and he's wit- written a terrific book. It's called Discover Your Purpose, How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Were Meant to Live. And we are so excited to have him here. But, you know, I always like to start off the show with a little bit of information. And I'm going to read a little bit from his book. And um, I'm going to read here, and it's called The Bigger Picture. So sit back and relax, and I'm going to read you this. It's about his method and how and what he does. So here we go. The RISE Method Life Purpose Profile System offers a doorway to transformation in the consciousness of individuals and societies. It begins with understanding who you are. Once you truly know yourself, you can learn to hold and express that self, first with those closest to you and then in your career, social relationships, and greater mission out in the world. Finding and honoring your core soul self, who you truly are, is your life purpose. Once you know your life purpose, whatever career you take or become, the vehicle for you will become the vehicle for you to be a transformative agent whom others follow. Now, Martin Luther King Jr. was a great example of someone who found himself and simply stood for who he was in the world. He didn't stand against his white oppressors. Rather, he stood for the freedom and empowerment of blacks and the unity of all mankind. That's what we're looking for today, you guys, unity. (laughs) He never said to his followers, like I said, he was looking... um, he said, be like, he said, don't be like me and be like me. Instead, he said, honor that which is true within yourself. I like that. And as he fought his own demons to do the same, he lit a spark in individuals that culminated in a massive moment that changed a culture. You know, we are not, we are all not here to change the course of an entire race of people or to start a new religion or nation. Some of us are here to simply be the best we can be and do unto others as we would have them do unto us. But when each of us becomes aware of our gifts and readily shares them, the growth and balance in power and resources that keeps our world locked in war and injustice will fade into the pages of history. The profiles provide a path that take you directly to the place where you can know your truest self. Once there, you become the one who speaks these words and then awakens others, and the entire world transforms. We all play our part, and we can find out what yours is. And today, we're going to find out what your life 
purposes here with Reese and see what he has to say. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him before I bring him on. He is a visionary, an author, a speaker, a trainer, and a coach in the personal growth and energy and the energy medicine field. He's the founder of the Reese Thomas Institute of Energy Medicine and the creator of the Reese Method a powerful system, self-discovery, transformation, and healing. The Rees Method is taught exclusively at the Rees Thomas Institute of Energy Medicine through the Rees Thomas Coaching Program and through his products and online programs. Welcome to High Road, Rees. Thank you, Nancy. Great to be here. Thank you. Hey, listen, I read your book, and in your book you tell your story. And I always ask my guests to tell their story because – you know, you always weren't like this. You always weren't a spiritual person. So how did, I guess the question too is, how did you become a spiritual person? Like what happened? Well, I, I, I think that, that uh, when you're wired this way, and I think we all are wired this way, you know, when we come in, when we come in as little babies, we see, uh, we see angels, we see everything until our parents say, hey, 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 what are you doing? Come on. But pay attention here. And they put our attention outside of this inner world that we have and onto the world. And that's really the, the you know, the core wound is that we stopped looking inside and we, and we had to look outside because nobody looked inside of us. Nobody saw the soul part of us. And interestingly, you know, I, I was dyslexic, didn't really learn the way normal kids learned. Um, I, uh, you know, always had that sort of problem in, in school, but thank God, because now I teach a school where I'm actually teaching P it's the non-school school. It undoes all of what, what normal thinking does. Normal thinking puts you in a tighter and tighter and tighter box until you're, until you're alone, hoping you can retire rather than opening and opening and opening and opening and opening your box so that you have more and more friends, more and more fun, more and more energy. You get younger and younger every year rather than just older and, and decrepit. Right. See, right. I've discovered that, sir. <laughs> right. And and, that's and, awesome. and and that's the spiritual path. The spiritual path is discovering that, oh, yeah, we should be getting younger and more alive as we expand our consciousness rather than, you know, less and less consciousness as we well, get tell the older. audience that because a lot of people don't know that, that you can make yourself younger if you want to. So what's your take on it? Do you want to share well, that with well, our audience? I'm 150. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so this is and, and, and you know, no. Uh, yeah, what, what would happen? I mean, you know, without going beyond the sort of my basic story, uh, in 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 my institute, I teach about I teach about both the life purpose profiles, these five foundational rocks that you need to have. Yeah, you need to understand who you are at the energetic level first. Like in the, I, I I trained in the martial arts for 25 years, and I thought I was going to be a tough guy, but really I was trained to be a healer because all masters. They, they, whether they're a martial arts master or a healing master or a leader master, they've they've created what's called this Hara line, this life purpose line, um, in a and 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 it's literally the 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 gravity that pulls all of them together, pulls the particles out of the void and creates your atoms, and the atoms create the molecules, and and they all have the same intention. They all come in and they're all like yours that are taking care of you. And um, and and that uh, and that awareness sort of like that. That's the primary awareness. You need to know that that's sort of like that when you get the gestalt kind of like, oh, I get it. You're not understanding something out there. You're understanding that how you're connected to all things. And well, then how did you, but how did you get to this point? You, you didn't you know, you, you were a tennis coach, right? I was a tennis coach, but but I was also a coach that at the time. When when I was playing, what would happen is is that I would play, and I was having 
during matches, during competitive matches, and when I was playing in college and 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 nationally as a as a as a player, I would have moments of of sort of uh, you know epiphany. Like I, I would ha- I was having mystical experiences while I was playing. You know, I'd watch and time time would go forward and backward. I'd see the future. I'd you know things would happen, and um and I'd be like oh. You know, so so the so reality for me was always sort of on the edge. I never really quite believed in 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 reality. And then when I started teaching in my late teens and my twenties, what I started noticing was was that I had a knack not for, I mean, I had a knack for playing tennis and really understanding it and mastering the game. But, but that wasn't I, your best forte. But I also had a knack for seeing the soul in my students. And I and I was and I realized that I would never teach any two people the same way twice, even though there were the basic things you had to you know know how to hold the racket and that sort of stuff. But but basically, I was always teaching to this quality within them that brought them there to play. Because the soul, to me, all it wants to do is play. It puts you in a body, and it and play for the soul sometimes is you're suffering, your problem, you're you know you got a broken leg or you got the soul loves to work through all of these things, and it's all a big game for the soul. And so tennis was sort of this like way of me saying, okay, you need to play more in your life. I, I, I hardly met anybody that played enough in their lives because by the time you're, you know, by the time you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s, you're like, you're working, you're taking care of kids, you're doing this. And, right. and you know, and I worked with a lot of, you know, I, I did work with, with national competitive juniors for a long time, but then I worked more with the adults and I was realizing that these people, they just, were sold a, a, a bill of goods, right? They were sold this idea that they should have been somebody that they were supposed to be, and they became that person. And when you become that person, which is what I had done, I was like, I'm going to be a successful businessman and a ten, you know, and a speaker, and I'm just going to do all these things. And and when you get there and you finally achieve your, uh, you know, your your success, and there's and Eckhart Tolle says there's two ways to, uh, uh, you know, to to feel like a failure or feel, you know, is is either either succeed at what you're doing or, or fail at what you're doing. And, um, and that's, you know, leads to unhappiness because when you succeed at something, your brain said was really good for you. You realize that it was an ideal. And then when you got there, it didn't fulfill you the way you wanted to, because what fulfills you is this, is this knowing inside of who you are, this radiating quality that we all have when we're meditating or when we're playing. And, and, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But how did you, how did you like, what, what, what was your aha moment? Like what changed you from being the coach to, okay, I'm going to be a spiritual guy now. Well, what changed me was, was when I, when I had been teaching to these soul qualities in people all this time, I'd always looked at people and said, wow, this person's really aggressive. I got to teach them how to play an aggressive game. This person is so, such a, such a caring, compassionate person, caring team player. They got to play doubles. And I was like, and I was coaching oh, okay. them. Okay, so that's how you looked at so it. Was, right, right. So I was already doing this, but I didn't know what I was doing. And then when I got to energy medicine school, uh, and I did a four-year training in energy medicine, which I was drawn to because of my own problems that I was having in my life and wanting to heal myself, um, I realized that there was a system that uh, you know that that was it was it was developed by um, uh, uh, Alexander Lowen and Wilhelm Reich. And it was a system of understanding that there are five basic, of course, they were psychiatrists. So they said there's five basic ways people go crazy. But the truth is is that there's five. (laughs) Is that how they put it? (laughs) There's there's five. Yeah, because they were were all about the sort of like the crazy. We got about one minute. So tell (laughs) Right. They were were working with people in in insane asylums. But But our insane asylum is that we're all out here in the world trying to be somebody that we aren't. 
Right. And I'm like, exactly. and I'm like, that's the insane asylum, right? Where the people <laughs> in the the people in the insane asylum are the ones that are like, I'm being who I want to be. What's the matter with that? And they're saying, well, you got to stay in here because if you're not crazy, you can't be out in the world. And so <laughs> I, so I went, to, I went to school to sort of solve that issue. Right. And, and so we'll, we'll have to do it after the break, but we can Well, talk. no, I think that's wonderful. Hey, guys, we're here with Reese Thomas today. And this is going to be a really fantastic show because he's going to teach us about our life purpose and how to figure out what our life purpose is. Because And then we can move forward in our life and be a little bit happier than we are now. We'll see you here in a minute. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yero, and I'm joining with Compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. In 1929, William Lear and Elmer Wavering of Quincy, Illinois, were out driving with their girlfriends. One of the girls suggested it would be even more romantic if they could listen to music. The guys liked the idea and started tinkering with installing a home radio in the car. They sold their idea to a radio manufacturing company and applied for a loan with a local banker to get production started. Thinking it might sweeten the deal, they installed one of their new radios in the banker's vehicle. Unfortunately, the banker's car caught on fire, and they didn't get the loan. They must have felt like Dunder Klumpens. Not giving up, they drove to a radio convention and sat outside in the car with the radio blasting. Soon, orders were pouring in and taking a cue from the Victrola because their radio was going in a car. They called it the Motorola. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, welcome back. And we're here today with Reese Thomas, and he's going to help us discover our our life purpose, which is so cool. And there are five life purposes in his book and what you do is you fill out this little questionnaire and then it tells you who you are and it's really cool so he's gonna um tell us about that and also where can we get your book raise 
Uh, you can get it on Amazon uh, and uh, anywhere online. But if you go to discoveryourpurposebook.com, which is the, the book's own website, you can down, you can get it from there. It'll still come from Amazon. But you'll also get access to some keynote talks I've done about profiles. Uh, there's some recordings. There's there's a there's a number of things that you get on a on a member site uh, when you when you uh, go in that way. So that's the best way to get it. How long have you been doing this since you, you know you were a tennis coach? You said thirty. So you've been doing this for a while now, though. Spiritual. I've been doing this for a while, yeah, since '98. So, wow. um, so yeah, so it's it's twenty years of yes. uh, of that's when I went into that's that's when I decided to do the do the craziest thing I ever did, which was leave sort of like you know corporate you know structure right. doing right. the work and making the money and living in the suburbs to and and just and I didn't even realize what I was doing I was it was the fool archetype right the card the first card in the tarot deck is the fool and I was just like I don't know I, I'm just drawn to this it sounds so cool and and of course for me since I was a martial arts black belt in the martial arts I already learned a lot about chi and was feeling it I was like this is my next level of of training in chi you and, felt and you felt I, it in I, your heart so felt it yeah so so 20 years ago I showed up and healer class and uh, in the healing school like I like like students come we, we we have about 120 students a year at the Reese Thomas Institute and we we run them through uh, just amazing a three-year training in, in energy medicine energy, you know and, and, and everything and, and total transformation and uh, and I show up I'm thinking hey I'm a black belt in martial arts I can handle anything I you know and and, uh, and my teacher came over uh, and she, of course, everybody else in there are, are in medical profession. They're learning. They want to learn something. I'm in there as a tennis okay. pro. And okay. uh, they're all either PTs or OTs or or doctors or psychiatrists or whatever they were in there. And they were all in, in, in there to do that. And and, uh, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I got I've got so much more grounded than these people. And and, uh, and my teacher comes over. She puts her arm around me and she goes and looks up at the ceiling and goes, Reese, are you going to come join us? And I was like, what do you mean? You talking to me? I'm like totally here. I'm like, you know, and I realized at that moment, like the big aha moment was I have never been in my body. Oh I my have God. never had any idea who I am. I have been playing a role as everybody else does, you know, that this is who I think I ought to be. And I'm so and I was enthusiastic as a human being, but I was I was enthusiastically trying to be the wrong person. And over the course, understanding with the chakras and then this this life purpose energy, what I learned in the martial arts, it's called the Hara line. That has sort of like your contracts written in it. That's a, that's the unbendable, non-negotiable part of you. That's why the martial arts. That's why the martial artists figured out that's the part you train, the part that can't be hurt, that the part that can't be knocked down. That's the part that you're gonna train. Don't train your chakras because your chakras are always blowing with the wind. But but so is that your core? Is that your core? Your, that's your core. Well, it's not the soul quality, which is even the non-form. This is the contracts in, on planet Earth that we have. Each one of us have a set of right. contracts, a physical contract, a spiritual contract, like what you're here to do, and then a, and then a contract to awaken. So there's an awakening piece right. of it on that line, on that power line, which I trained for all these years in the martial arts, didn't know that I was training to be a healer. So I came in and, and I kind of had this inner knowing, but I had no idea what chakras were or anything like that or, or why I was, why she even said I was out of my body. I didn't realize I was out of my body till way later. I thought I was, you know, totally in. Uh, and, and so, and so as I developed my chakras and my and and learned healing work and learned grounding and learned meditation and learned these these awarenesses of these of these of uh, these energies that was when i sort of realized oh my god i don't know anybody who knows themselves and i was working with 
thousands of people. And, and you know, and, and you know, and, and through my through all of my teaching over the years, 25 years as a, as a tennis professional. Um, and now I'm, now I'm doing this work. And then I immediately started doing work, you know, I love to teach. So I, I started doing workshops on energy work and helping people. And, and I started, and once I learned about this system that was, uh, Alexander Lowen had developed and I was using it their way, I started recognizing, oh, I mean, it's good to know how crazy you are and how you can react in a negative way or go in your shadow and, and do those sort of things. But, to, and, and that's where most healing is right now. It's sort of like taking people from broken to, to normal, right, right? right? And I was like, I never, I, I, I hated broken. I wasn't good with the beginner students. I was really good with the ones that had done just enough to sort of say, well, I got a base. Now I'm like, okay, I'll take you to the top from here. And so right. that was what I, that was my approach with energy medicine too. It's like, you know, there's lots of people that are great with the broken people. I'm really good with the people that have gotten from broken to, I think I'm solid now. Now where to from here? I'm the where to from here. Okay. I'm the, how do you get from normal, which is also just as crazy as, 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 you know, <laughs> as trying to be somebody you aren't, because normal is trying to be like everybody else to know what Wayne Dyer calls no limits. And so that's my whole, my whole premise in life is you have to figure out which one of these five qualities you have within you, whether you're a super creative person or okay. whether you are a deep, deep, deep feeler and lover, or whether you're a caretaker who just loves people and can't get enough of people and is always helping them and carrying them and doing things for them and helping them shovel out their driveway or whatever they're doing. And, um, or you're an achiever who just sees the big picture and organizes well and you know is very successful in school and does things and gets lots of degrees behind their name, becomes whatever they want to become. They're really good and they're, and they're the professionals. Or... A leader, which of course there are more leaders on the planet than anything else, because we got a pretty tough planet to live on. And they're the warriors and the actors and actresses, and and they and you'll see them in every possible realm. As you know, they they often have radio shows, they often have TV yeah. programs. They're they like being out in front of people, they like to share. And, yeah, and you also show the negative side, and that's what I was talking about on the break. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Right. And I'm going to tell the audience this really quick, if it's okay, Rice, because um, what what I learned is I figured out who I was, and I was like, okay, that's me. And um, but then what he does in this book, guys, once you figure out what your profile is, then he tells you the positive i i say it is positive and negative i think you call it shadow is that what you yeah. call it? well it's it's the lower self and the higher self okay Each one of us have a lower self that if we didn't have it we wouldn't be on the radio right now right because i need we, the ego we, right we wouldn't we would be we would our ancestors would have been in the belly of a tyrannosaurus rex right <laughs> or or you know in some saber-toothed tiger and right. we wouldn't have been smart enough we didn't we we need that lower self to survive and we right. are survival we, so our lower self is our survival skills correct right. and and it and it's looked at as being vicious and mean and 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 compulsive and all that stuff but it's really just reacting to a world that we're, we're we grew you know we, we evolved and the first levels of our evolution are it's a dangerous world you, it's it's kill or be killed eat or be eaten and and we have that within all of us and that's our lower those are the lower three chakras really and they are they are unconsciously self-centered and driven to get the best that you can get for you Right. And then we, and then we have the upper chakras, which was our, which is where we, where, when our, the higher self, which is, right. which is when sort of like the talked about in the Garden of Eden, when you know, biting of the apple of of knowledge of good and evil. Well, when we were able to self-reflect, once we became conscious of, we weren't just animals trying to trying to get what we could. 
we became able to self-reflect. We were able to look at our behavior and say, oh, maybe eating my friend isn't as good as, as helping them, right? So, and, and we're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. And, and that was the beginning of spirituality. And so, and so, and so this is the, this is the evolution we've gone through, but, but, and we're, and we're gone quite, we've gone quite a ways, but we, but we, our, our nature, okay, cannot, it's, it's like, I'm always a, a big believer that there's a lot of people say nurture is the most important thing. And it's not your nature is all you have. You have to figure out your nature because if you think about your five siblings, you know, or two siblings, or whatever you had, your parents treated you basically the same. And everybody got a totally different experience of their childhood. Right. And the reason is, is because you came in and your nature, it was here. That's your purpose. And, and you have a nature to either be one of the either be a leader or either be an achiever or either be a, a, a caretaker or, or be, a, be a deep feeler or be a creative person. So the first thing is figure out which one you are. That's the first thing. And then you realize that, that that those contracts for being that are on the life purpose line. That's literally the gravity that holds you together. The life right. purpose line is like like if you see, you know, the north and south pole. Every every energy system has a has a has a current of energy that runs vertically through it. We do too. That's the life right. purpose line. Those are our and, chakras. And that creates a torus field around us, and the torus field are the chakras. Right. Okay, so so that line of energy, that intention creates a purpose. And so it comes on planet Earth and we all have one of these. Everybody on planet Earth has a has a horror line that's exactly the same. We're like, we're here to stay in a human body because that's the physical life purpose for a period of time. And then we're given seven chakras, seven different ways to feel, act, come into relationship, speak, think, and connect back to the consciousness of who works to God. What our purpose is, right? So we have to we have to have one chakra that reminds us of how to get back to the life purpose line, gotcha. and then that life purpose line is actually commanded by the soul energy itself, which is the total the void, the non-form, which has your consciousness in it. And so consciousness, the 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 consciousness that came to the lower chakras to figure out what we can do with all of that, you know, aggression and violence and 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 and, and cleverness, right? We were super clever, like we were the littlest. You know, no fur, no teeth, no claws, <laughs> and, we, and, and we dominated every other species. It's because we're so clever, right? Okay. And clever is not intelligence. Clever Wait is just clever. one more minute. So, so okay. all right, all right. So, so right. this, yeah. So, so, so tell so, me. So, so every person has to figure out, and okay. so, so you figured out that you were you were a leader, but you also recognized it. So I use because sometimes it's hard to say, well, I'm a leader, especially you know in in the world where. Where if you stand up and say I'm a leader, everybody's gonna like, no, you're not. Get sit down. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so we try to please other people. So so the fact that you've been able to see that you're a leader and choose that, you know, we'll talk about that after the break. It so. took me a while. Let me tell you, Reed. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't overnight. <laughs> right. Especially for women. Women are, you know, no. There's like there's like a vicious like rumor that says if any woman takes her power, she's being bossy, and nobody wants well, to be yeah, bossy. Yeah, it's always like yeah. If a woman takes her power, she's the bee word and if a man takes her power it takes his power oh he's great right so exactly. yeah that's exactly. just but we and that's, just and, that. and, and, and of course i you know in my school i do about a hundred oh you subscribe to the podcast on itunes iHeartRadio, or download directly from nancy's website nancyyearout.com so you never miss an episode of the high road Man cannot live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. 
Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids as dogs love it too. Last night I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachnophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, welcome back, and thanks for joining us today. We're here with Reese Thomas, and he's going to help us discover our purpose. But real quick, I want to mention my website, nancyyearout.com. If you need some coaching or if you'd like a psychic reading, you're welcome to go on there and book one. And I'll, and I'll promote my book. It's called Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. And if you don't know this stuff and you're just learning this stuff, that's where I kind of tell my story and how I figured out about energy and how all that kind of stuff works. So check it out. All right. Now we're back with Reese and he is going to tell us some more about, um, well, I have all these questions for him. What do you want to talk about? We want to continue with our life purposes and you're going to give examples. What do you think, Reese? Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And why don't we use you as an example? What? So you, you, so you read the, you read the book, and the book and the book is is discover your purpose and um, how to use the five life purpose profiles to unlock your hidden potential and live the life you were meant to live. And so and so when you read it, amazingly, not the the, the whole book is not about sort of like the the ideal state. It's not about, it's not all about saying, oh, well, if you're, if you want to be this, you can use the law of attraction to become that, you know, it's like, that's like that. That, well, that, and that's and that's what that's where most spirituality lies right now. And I'm and, and it's like there's an uh, there's sort of like a uh, sort of like a sort of a piece of the mind that says, well, if I think it, it can happen, right? Only if you have chakras for that. Oh, okay. So this okay. is how the chakras work. So the life purpose is is hardwired. So these five qualities that you have in the in discovery of purpose, these are unbendable, non-negotiable aspects of who you are, and those are at a deeper consciousness level. So there's three dimensions we live on. We live on the chakra level, and our body is actually our first chakra, right? And, okay. and, and, and all of reality is our first chakra. So it's not like we have, we're a body with chakras. Our, our body is one of the chakras. It's the last stop on the wave to particle du- you know, duality, right? So there's, so there's, there's the, the soul up here, which is the, which is the, the void and infinite possibility, and then as our and as our consciousness, our soul says, "Hey, we're going to drag some of this down to earth, and we're going to start and we're going to start building something." Well, at that point, that that energy comes down, and it and it funnels down through these levels of consciousness. And so the soul level comes to the life purpose level, which is sort of like the the intention of the planet and of the people and of all of humanity. And then that line, which is called the Hara line, the martial arts train that line. That line then dictates what chakras you need to serve that purpose. So that's your purpose. And now the chakras serve that purpose. 
your chakras, you can heal a chakra 17 ways a Sunday, and it'll still be broken tomorrow if you didn't heal it into knowing your purpose. If you didn't change your mindset. Well, if you didn't change, if you didn't change your, your awareness of why you have that chakra. So you can right. say, God, my heart chakra is so broken. I'd say, I can't do this. And I vowed never to. And so in the book, I talk about vows. I talk about how we vow not to be who we really are because it's too painful to be who we really are and get rejected for that. And as a child, we have to make that impossible choice between between being who we really are, which is this non-form, you know, wonderful, you know, sort of butterfly uh, to being a boy or a girl and doing what boys and girls do and acting that way and dressing that way and all this and stuff. Doing what you're parents say and doing what society says and your church says and everybody and so and so that and so we learn that and that's where that's where we where we you know where we break and that's where we break with our chakras and the chakra pain and chakra healing that's there's literally thousands of chakra modalities right now in the world and and when they understand what i'm teaching in this book they'll be they'll be able to make permanent change rather than just temporary change. You can heal a chakra by the audience. Well, hold on. I'm going to stop you for a second. Explain to the audience how you change it because, and I'm going to just kind of, you know, as I read, I'll use myself as an example. As I read, I have wonderful good points, but I also have some down points, which we all do. None of us are perfect. And as I read those, I think just becoming aware of my, I don't want to say negative side, but, it, you know, I'm not yeah, perfect. But the lower self quality. The lower self qualities. Like there was one in there that said, if you, you wrote this and it just floored me. You wrote if, if for my character, for my purpose, for my type. Which you have you the wrote, leader quality. Yeah, I'm the leader quality. And it said, if you can just love and trust somebody. One person. One person. One person, you can, you can, you can start on the path to enlightenment. And that just floored me because you're exactly right. And it's not that anybody's ever really done anything to me that I don't trust. It's part of my makeup. No. Well, so, so you come in the world as a leader, right? Right. Okay. Cause you don't, it, this isn't, so it's the, this idea we're talking about nature and nurture, right? Your nature is solid. Right. It's right. like it's like diamond hard, like your soul, like the soul's not not it's not fluffy like your chakras. Right. So you come into the world and you're and you're a leader. So if you're a leader and you come into the world, you come into the world and you and you look at everything and say, oh, my God, it's all mine. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then your parents are like, no, it's all yeah. ours. Right. Right. And right. You don't get to have that. And maybe you come in with a bunch of brothers and sisters who say they're thinking it's all theirs, too. And you're like, and that's the betrayal. Right there, right, right off the bat, you walk in the world and it's like, wait a minute, I don't get to be the queen? Are this you is kidding? what I signed up for, right? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't want to play anymore. And I'm certainly not going to trust any of these people because they're supposed to be serving me if I'm a leader. Now, then you have to spend your entire life trying to figure out how to get people to serve you. So, so we talked about Martin Luther King at the beginning. He was a leader. Right. And he went through all the struggle and the pain and the, you know, and the suffering that he had to go through, which was he was not a leader. He was, you know, digging ditches, doing whatever he was doing to survive in his life. 
you know, until he became a preacher, and then he and then he sort of found more and that more was and his more. His true calling. Then, oh, then ended up being his true calling. But he had yeah. to deal with the fact that that he nobody was saying, "Hey, dude, you're the leader. You're you are going to change the world." Nobody told him that. He had to deal with that with that with that fact, and he had to make vows to be someone else and do this, and then and then again come to this realization, like you've come to, you know, as you're doing your show here, like, oh, you don't control people. You know, that's what the so the shadow leader, I mean, look at our look at our government. Shadow leaders command people to do their bidding, okay, by having control over them, by having forces that are they're bigger than they are, and people are like, Oh, we don't have any power over this, so I guess we just have to do whatever we're told by our political party or by our law or by our you know, nobody nobody has real power. Okay. But a a real leader is someone who instills mm-hmm. power in other people. Right. So a real leader is instilling power in other people to know who they are. And so a real leader is doing what you're doing right now is you're getting on the radio and you're like, this is the way we all have to go. And now people follow you because if, right. if you're a leader and people aren't following you, it's funny. And, on, on, you know, on, on the social media, it's all about how many you get to follow you. Yeah, you know? right? But if you're a leader and you don't have people following you, you're not a leader. Right. Just because you can you can squirrel your way in and use your cleverness to get into a position of power over the masses by becoming a politician you can't doesn't mean cheat. you're saying you can't cheat. <laughs> you can't, and, and you'll have and you have no none of those people's names will ever go down in history other than being just a, like a, a footnote of a pain in the ass. But a person who actually finds their purpose. And, and like I said, you know, I said before, it may just be one when you find your purpose. It may be one person, maybe your child. It may be. You know, the person, one person that you that you that you share this quality that you have, this this unique gift that you have, that your chakras are totally designed to serve this intention, this purpose in your life. And you do that with one person and that person says, oh, my God. And then and and the healing isn't what you do to to fix a chakra. The healing that you fix the chakra so the person can wake up and see again because you see through your chakras, you open it up and then they see you. And the healer has to have done their work. The healer has to say, this is my purpose. And so when, it, when you wake someone up so they can see the world again, and they look at you and they say, oh, my God. So it's about living your purpose, not about becoming rich, not about getting the, being a mother, not about being you know, a business person, not about you know, you know, writing a book. It's right, not about right. It took me a long time. It took me a long, long time to get to this point. And then it took me a long time. I always wanted to be on the radio since I was like 17, but never did it. I became a real estate broker, made lots of money, but that's not my purpose. And then I don't know about you. You talk about feeling on the inside. I was, I'm just driven. I am driven from the inside to help humanity. I am here to help save this world. Right. And that so you sound large. But and, that's what. And so here. now we're looking at the shadow part. So the right. shadow part, you were driven, right, right, mm-hmm. to at first to 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 make yourself the special one, right, right. So and now I realize, so, right. So it starts. So the real estate broker was the narcissist that said, "I'm going to be rich. It's I'm all going to cool. be about me, and I'm going to be cool, and everybody's going to know I'm cool." And then you became that, and you're like, nobody gives a shit. No kidding. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares that you That's have a, right. a mansion in Naples. I, I have a I have a condo down in Naples, and there's you know there's 
50 million dollar homes down there and i'm like nobody cares they walk by and they're like wow i wonder how they figured that how what clever little trick did that person figure out to get that thing but nobody wants to listen to you nobody cares what you say you're not impacting anything other than the narcissistic drive for more right me 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 and yet and that same energy that's so that's the that's the shadow energy of your highest purpose so the same drive to to make yourself so martin luther king had to have a huge narcissist to become that altruistic, right? Right. Because he had to know, at some point he had to decide, I have to die for my cause. Right. I have to die for all these other people. And, right. and that's the most selfish thing he could possibly do. Because everybody who loved him was like, no, don't do that, man. And he's like, no, I got to do that, even to that level of narcissism. So to be, so to really own his, his altruism, he had to own that it was him and nobody else. Right. So so each leader has to go through that where at first they're leading just to just to get everything yeah. they possibly can get. Right. And then they realize, oh, that same exact energy right. put toward the good of other people. I still get to be the special one, but now I'm now I'm serving humanity. Now other people are following me not to be me like Martin but, Luther King, but, but to, to be better. But to be themselves, right? And to see how yeah. they're here to lead. So a leader teaches people to lead. Right. We have a world of people that are followers because the leaders are telling you, "You have to follow me because I'm never going to give you any power." No, no. So we have we to take have our power. We have to right? take back our power. There's no, there isn't one person on the planet that's more powerful than any other. That's right. Okay. The powerful yes. people just figure out how to get us to give them their our power, and that right. power is our energy. And our focus and our attention, and they and they do it with commercials, they do it with with news stories, they do it with all this stuff, and we give it our attention, and that's and our creative force is lost in in supporting these these missions of people that don't have our highest interest at heart. Whereas if someone has our highest interest at heart, yeah, they are they're trying to get us to to live our purpose and and lead. Because when we have a when we have a world of leaders, we're not going to battle with anybody because we're all going to be leading and and inspiring others to be even be greater. Right. Well, you and you have a little um, part in here where you talk about take back your power. And that was really powerful, no pun intended, <laughs> for me to read. I was like, wow, that's really cool. And it's true. It's just becoming who you are and being who you want to not be in what everybody else wants you to be, but being your true self. Right. Yeah. Right. This is um, really cool stuff, you guys. Um, you got to get his book. It's called Discover Your Purpose, and it's Reese Thomas is the author. And if you get in there and start, you just do this little questionnaire, and it tells you exactly who you are. And, you and there's also on on my website, on my website, ReeseThomasInstitute.com. There's a online one that you can take that's for free as well. Oh, cool! All right, yeah. Can, I, got... can I plug an event that I have coming up? Yeah, you got 15 seconds. Okay, Awaken Event. Oh. AwakenEvent.com. It's in May. It's up here. It's a two-day event for $50 with me, and you get to have an entire weekend of totally transforming. Yearout.com to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central 
Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of paying it forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. years ago, some fishermen off the coast of Italy discovered some pottery along with fish in their nets. Divers were called out and discovered an ancient Roman ship whose galley, or caboose, a nautical term for kitchen, was extremely intact. Some of the food uncovered on board was pickled fish, wine, oil, and grain used to make the ship's biscuits, otherwise known as dandy funks. It is thought the 2,000-year-old boat was probably on its way to Spain when it sunk and was covered by layers of mud, baggy wrinkles and all. Baggy wrinkles are another name for the ship's ropes. The mud protected the ship from wear, explaining why the leftover food on board was still in such good condition. We land lovers may not be familiar with leftovers on the sea, but we are familiar with leftovers in our kitchen. It's Marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Welcome back. We're here today discovering our purpose. And before we went on break, Reese was telling us, Uh, about an event. Tell us about your event. Yeah, my event is a two-day event. It's May 18th and 19th. Now, where are you at? You're in Massachusetts. I'm in Massachusetts, yeah, but we do it, we do, it's live streamed as well. So go to awakenevent.com. Awakenevent.com, okay. And what is this, Reese? What? What it's, is it exactly? It's well. It's basically like a mini version. In I, I run, I run a, an energy medicine school, right? Our school that trains right. and, and trains people to be healers. So to, to be a healer, there's so many tools you need. You have to be able to understand the relation. What what's a, what a healer even is? What healing actually is? And healing has nothing to do with the technique. It has to do with the with with the person who's doing the technique, right? A lot of people are like, oh, I've just let spirit work through me. And that person, that's just an empty shell. If spirit could have done it, it would have done it already on its own. Right. Um, so so it, it needs other people to hold a level of vibration and energy higher than the vibration of the person that you're working with. This is the same when you're talking with people. As I'm talking with you, as you, as we're talking with your, with your uh, followers, um, our holding our energy at a higher level and our holding our purpose at a higher level is instantaneously expanding them and saying, I can do more too. I may not want to run an energy school or, or, or run a, or be on a radio show, but I want to do this. I want to be that. And, and we inspire people to, to that next level. So this is well, so and, at, and so this a two day program. It's a two day program where, where what I do is I, sh- I take you through the basic steps of understanding your profile, recognizing the chakras, learning how to move the energy in those, in those chakras. I teach deep, deep meditations of how to use your energy field to be a creator in your life rather than a bystander. And, and literally using your emotional state, because the universe doesn't listen to your brain. 
It listens right. to your emotions. And if your right. emotions are always spinning around and doing things, the universe is just sending you more of that. So learning how to how to focus those emotions and and use that that core soul emotion to create your life rather than your the emotions that are created by your brain, which is most of our emotions. We, and we, we can do this up. online is what you're saying. And you can do it right. There's, it's, it's virtual That's, as well. So you can if you're not in Boston area, you right. can do this virtually and get all the benefit of it and really understand what it is. And we have people, the school, people fly in from all over the world for the school. So if you decide that this is the, the this is it, this is our one time a year that we do that we open up the doors and pull back the curtain for uh, for people to see what we do in the school so you can get a feel for it. And you're and you're and, and that's why it's a two day event. So you can really get a feel for, wow, this really took me on a journey. And, you know, from where you start to where you finish on Sunday, you're like, wow, what happened? I am like a whole nother world. Well, we were talking during the break, and I want to understand something. I have lots of questions for him yeah. today, you guys, because I just think this is cool stuff. These guys, these uh, two psychologists figured this stuff out, and I just love that um, you've taken it to another level because it, uh, finding our life purpose really is the key to finding ourselves and to raising our vibration here, which is um, something we're all trying to do. But we were talking during the break, and I said, oh, well, uh, you said you can open yourself up if you um, are around more people. But um, that are spiritual. But what I've realized and what I've noticed, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, the more um, in tune I've become and the more changed I've become, then I've noticed that uh, people around me have also changed because when I change my energy, their energy has changed. What Do you do you agree with that? Or Totally. I mean, what, what we all forget is that we're all creative forces, that the chakras and I mean, the life purpose line, everything, the soul energy is a creative force. We're not, the world is not out there happening to us. We are an aspect of its creation. Right. Okay. And so if I shift my energy to a higher energy level, every relationship I have will shift. It has right. to. Because and I'm I'm half the energy of that relationship. We create the energy. The, the relationship doesn't even exist in any part. No, no, no quantum physicist can see that anything actually exists. It's just particles dancing around. But they come into human bodies and planets and forms and things like that because of our consciousness. We're a participant in what we create in our lives. And we forget that. We're taught we're not that because the powerful people in the world are telling us, no, you don't get that. We get that. You have to just follow along. But the truth is, is that we are creating our lives. And, and when you start doing energy work and healing work and you start realizing, wow, my boss doesn't even bother me anymore. My, you know, my children are listening to me. My, my spouse, all of a sudden, he's like paying attention to me. You know, it's like, and, you know, and, and so this is really the, you know, the key with, with, with healing. And, and, you know, and you had said, you know, now I'm finding out who I am more and more. And you do healing work and you do things. The key with healing work and doing all this amazing chakra work, and there's hundreds of modalities right now about how to heal your chakras. Once your chakras are healed, then what are you going to do with it? If you don't know who you are, you just fall right back in the same old pattern. Chakras right. close. Chakras close because you don't know who you are. Right. And you try to be somebody that you aren't. You try to run the wrong energy through that chakra, and it, cho- and it chokes and goes, ah, I can't do that. Well, right. and that's why I say, you know, and, and my big thing is change the mindset, change people's mindsets. And you talk about that in a little bit different way. You're saying, okay, our leaders aren't telling us that we have the power. We all have the same power. We all have the same abilities. I always tell my daughter, use your power for good and not bad because we all have the same power and some people use it for good and some people don't. Right. And that's another twist yeah. in this whole situation too. Right. <laughs> and if you and if you and if you think about what's going on in the book, we're saying that there's five kinds of power. 
Right. The problem is the world only only acknowledges the leaders and the achievers. The uh-huh. team, the caretakers, the deep feelers, and the thinkers are are being sort of they're like they're not even people to the to the leaders because they're not they can't they can't they're not tough they're not you know driven they're not able to sort of do whatever you got to do to to you know to you know to to take over the right. world right? right which right. is what they've basically done but they don't understand that their greatness is only as good as their ability to 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 have all five qualities it's like it's like you got five fingers on your hand right, right? You cut off three of them, your hand's not going to work that well. That's our planet right now. Right. Our hand, our, our planet's working on two fingers. Well, and that's why um, I really believe that, and I feel this, that we are getting out there, and I think people are starting to wake up and change how they see things. I think the more of us that wake up, the more of us that do radio shows like this, you know, I'm just out. This is my way of giving back. This is it my is. way. It yeah. is. So, so think about it, though, but that's what a leader yeah. would do. The 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 and sometimes the create oftentimes oftentimes the le- the people that do radio shows tend to be the leader with the creative with the creative idealist part. So the two so the creative one with the leader tend to be the ones that do radio shows. Okay, they, it's a, sort of universal because they're super creative. They want to they, and they're and they're and they and they want to have new ideas. They push the envelope constantly and they want to be out and they and they and they know that only I can do it. I got to do this right. Team, the, the people that are caretakers never going to have a radio show. Never, 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 never. They're never going to want to become a politician. They're never going to be one of this. The deep feelers, never a radio show. Okay, but hold on. I need to say something to yeah. you. Because, you know, not all of us leaders. See, I'm a compassionate leader because I've gotten to that point in my spirituality. So did so, you read the part? Um, Right. The part in the book where the where the leader has all the qualities and they have to be really it's really important that they not get confused. See, the leaders are method actors, right? Right. The leaders can pretty much if you're a leader, you have to be able to have to be able to talk to the soft people. You got to be able to talk to the crazy farm people. You got to be able to talk to the team, to the caretaking people. Right, Because all of this together. Right. And the leader has to know that. The other ones don't do that, though. Right. And you know so what? The fact that you're <laughs> feeling so deep, it doesn't mean you're a deep feeler. It means you're a charismatic leader. No, it means that you get to a point spirituality and you realize it's not like you were saying before. It's not all about you. And then you encompass everybody and you try to get the message out to all. So that's because. your leader. That's your, that's your leader connecting with the fact that if I don't care about other people, they're not going to follow me. I'm not going to be a leader. But I'm saying you get to a point spirituality like I am where I'm actually compassionate and I think of the bigger picture, not just me. I think, Hey, if I can get one person through the pearly gates, then maybe I did my job down here. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's the, that's the evolution of the leader. Right. Because right. a leader right. doesn't a leader doesn't become a leader until that until they make other people more important. But they right. always start there out. You, they, you hit. <laughs> they always start. They always have to start out. Right. Right. You know, being you, you have to know the shadow before you can know the light. I love everybody. It. I love it. And so and so the and so the super deep feeler knows the pain of being overwhelmed by life and they can never do anything. And then and then it's later on that they realize that their actual power is how sensitive they are and how much they can love unconditionally, even in the tough position. You know, the creative idealist who's spinning in their head and they're being called ADD and, and, you know, and they're, and they're not, and they're not present in the world and they're, and they're afraid of everybody realizes that their crazy ideas are actually the ones that are going to change the world. And they have to bring them in rather than bring them forward and and being afraid that they're going to get killed for them. 
What's what's some advice that you can give our listeners? You know, like pick up your book and they figure out their life purpose. We've got about three minutes till um, till the show's done, but I want to know what what advice can you give people who are trying to figure out their life purpose and and once they do, you know, where to go from there? I mean, not everybody's able to go to your class, and I wish they were, but I mean, you know, some well, general. I do have I do have online programs as well, and and okay. that, that help people with this. But the book's the great best way to start. For, for eighteen for eighteen bucks, you can you can change your life. So the book is the <laughs> book is the place to start. But but really, the reality is is that is that there are no souls on the planet that aren't here to transform the entire planet. Okay. You may do it one person at a time, or you may do it by small group or whatever. But but the healing you do. So in the in the school, it's a. It, I mean, I, I run a I run a healing school. So what's the goal of healing? The goal of healing is to really look deeply inside of you to see where you actually betrayed yourself and where you actually have pretended that you're somebody that you aren't, and where and the patterns in your life that don't serve you, and you don't have the energy for that, and you don't have what I call you don't have a chakra for that, and you heal that quality within you. And when you do that, you realize right at that moment, as soon as you've healed it and you're like, oh, my God, I can't even think that way anymore because that's what healing is. Healing isn't I've gotten rid of that thing. Let's it's hope changing. it doesn't come, doesn't come back. It's literally you've expanded your field at a high, to a level where you can't remember even having it. And, and when you do, you start being able to see all the people on the planet that are like you and have made the exact same choice to betray themselves, to, to, live a, to live a smaller life, to not allow their gifts to be that. And you then become the person that inspire those people. To find their so, purpose in so life. So what you heal in your life becomes what you, yeah. what you deliver in your life. We've got about one minute. But, okay. So that's, but, and so for everybody, really, recognizing that you have this amazing thing. Go ahead. No, you've helped us tremendously. You guys, you got to pick up this book. It's called Discover Your Purpose, or definitely check out this workshop. We've only got about 30 seconds, but this has been a really good show. And I just want to thank you, Reese, for coming on and, and teaching us all the stuff. I learned a ton from <laughs> so you guys. And next week, we've got uh, another wonderful guest, and um, it's going to be Joseph Gellenberger, and he's here. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know when you stay on The High Road, you make it to your destination. Visit my website at nancyyearout.com where you can sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading. If you have any questions, please email me at nancyyearout at gmail.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T at gmail.com. This is Nancy Yearout lighting the way to your high road to success. Right now, I'm switching to a new lane. Foot to the floor, man, searching for the real thing. Somebody else sometimes ain't no shame. Head to the closet. It's like, can I get a connection?